Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome That's to the Best Cafe. Happy Valentine's Day. My name is Kathy Anello, and I am here today with my co-hostess, Carrie Butler. You know who Hello. we are, hopefully by now. <laughs> and we are so excited today to be together. Valentine's Day, because in some way, Carrie, you could say that we're lovers. <laughs> oh, not in the sense absolutely. of that, but we are. We we have mad love for each other, and today we wanted to talk about Valentine's Day, and just spend some time in conversation about self love, relationship love, friendship love, The Bachelor, <laughs> and most totally The Bachelor. Yeah, totally The Bachelor. We might even have to start with that. Uh, the relationship with yourself. And we have some really great tools and tips and some master people who can provide a lot of more information on that for you. And so we're going to share some of that with you. So good morning, Carrie. Hi, honey. How are you? You know, I'm so happy about I'm gonna, today. Like, yeah. I'm just going to be honest that I have had the hardest week and a half. You know that. I know you have. The people close to me know that. And I just want to just take that moment then to say, you know, when I, when I played the song, Love is in the Air, you know, it, it kind of was for cutesy. But the truth is what I really learned most in the last week and a half is the power of love, how important love is, how more important it is than anything. Because when it all boils down, all you really care about is the people you love. It's, it's the truth. Like, you don't care yeah. about the bills. You don't care about the car payment. You don't care about what you're going to wear that day. You don't care if you put your makeup on. You don't care if you made it to the gym. If you ate the cannoli, you don't care. <laughs> it's who well, you love that matters. So, I, so you know that I had a lot of eye-opening experiences and situations this week where I had to really look at what was important for me and, of course, getting that lesson after writing the book about it and having that stuff come in. It, it's just interesting. Interesting. I know. So, um, share anything about that, or you're good? Like you just no. Like, I just I, want to I'm give good. you the space to, to do it with everybody. Yeah, I wanted to share everybody that today on Valentine's Day, you have the opportunity to just be loved today. Just, just yeah. go in love. So, just everybody, everybody you see, everybody, you know, smile at people, and just kind of take this day because the energy of love is going to be so high in the universe today that you can really just sort of embrace it and be in it. Whether you're alone, whether you're with friends, whether you have a significant other, whether you're with your children or your grandchildren, like just spread the love. That's all I want to say. (laughs) Thank you. You know, um, it's so this morning I was in the shower and then um, I was like, God, you know, like, I don't have, like, a shirt or anything that, like, has hearts on it. I Like, I'm so bad at that. Like, I well, wait. So, so I, like, anyway, so I, especially, like, St. Patrick's Day just would really mess me up because, like, I don't like green. So I couldn't, like, ever find anything. <laughs> but I have these great shirts, and one of them says, I am love. And so I'm mm. wearing my I am love shirt today. Which I just think uh, is so awesome, right? Uh, so you I, think? No, I'm just saying I'm that girl. I have a heart shirt on right now. It's got a big, huge, gigantic red heart with a white heart around it, and I'm just was that girl today too. 
Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to dress up when I would go to school all the time, like put those like fun little, you know, antenna on with the hearts and all that stuff. I was voted most spirited, so. Um, <laughs> but I don't I doubt love that for one second. <laughs> Just you find out something new about your co-hostess every day. Yeah. Oh, every every day. day. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Awesome. I always wanted to be. Okay. I'll share with you more about that. Um, so I love what you said about, like, love being in the air and, like, grabbing onto the energy of that because yeah. I think that that's really what we can do, you know, and just, like, even though they call it a Hallmark holiday, it's like, I'm happy that it's a Hallmark holiday. I don't care if it's a Hallmark holiday. Like, I'm happy that it, that it is because, you know, we do get so caught up. And if anything today, like, let's just stop in the moment and just remember love. And, you know, and I, I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about being alone or not being alone, mm-hmm. but like not having a relationship and having it be Valentine's Day. And it's interesting because as, for me personally, when I, you know, as I get older and am older, just had a birthday, um, it's just so different, you know. Like I, my daughter, who's 19, I love her so much. She's like, I want a Valentine, you know, and she doesn't have one. And I really understand, like, you know, at 19, like in Valentine's Day, it's just so, so, you know. But at 58, I just appreciate like what I have, you know, it's like I have love today for the things that I have and love in my heart for my kids. And I know that one day I'll have a Valentine again. Like I'm not really worried about that, but it's just, you know, I think it's today is like what we make it, you know, and definitely giving self love to ourselves and nurturing ourselves, Mm -hmm. whether you have a relationship or not, you know, I just think that that's a super important um, thing to do every day, but if you know if we have not been great at it lately, then let's start today and, and continue. And so I found this great article about um, different self love rituals because who doesn't love a ritual? You know, like right. I'm candle burning right now just because it's like oh I love my candle. Um, so I wanted to share some of the self love rituals that are on this. I'll give a shout out to this website. It's called Brilliant Living HQ. So I guess brilliantlivingheadquarters.com. I just Googled, you know, self-love rituals. Mm -hmm. So number one is pamper or relaxing time. And you can, and then they get, I love it because it's not like they just, it's just not like they give you a list. It's like they give you the idea and then a few suggestions about like what you can do. So yeah, so you so relaxing or pampering time, you can go to the spa, you can properly moisturize and give yourself a self-massage, like a foot massage or a hand massage, um, brush your skin, or take a long bath or shower, which was kind of fun. Nurturing time is reading, mm-hmm. self-development, visit a museum, or watch a documentary, get a little, you know, mm-hmm. knowledge there. Mm-hmm. This one I love which is called joy time. Um, and this means a lot to different people. It really doesn't matter what it is. It just means that you do something that gives you joy. So <laughs> if you want to do something just by yourself or, you know, with others, volunteering, 
get into the zone of like writing, like self-love writing, um, do your hobby, painting, sketching, a sport, uh, let's see, um, take a walk, um, or go see a show or a great movie, like, you know, by yourself. Like, I just think that that's so fun. Laughing, like read a funny book, watch a TV show, go to a comedy club, listen to a funny podcast. I mean, who doesn't love, you know, a good, like, belly laugh? Um, gratitude time for yourself. So, you know, write in your journal, um, take on your appreciation. This one is um, create, like, put, get five paper, five pieces of paper, and it says, like, write five things that you're grateful for, whether it's yourself or somebody else, and then, like, write about all of them. And then whether or not you have body issues or not, like, stand in front of a mirror and just really embrace and be grateful for yourself, like, that your legs move. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Coffee, tea, take a little break like that. Uh, Meditation, I'll just, I'm taking a little bit of time here. So meditation, affirmations, make your (laughs) affirmations. Um, Food, self-love rituals. Like, but intentionally eating with love today. So like if you're going to have a cake and like you are not allowed to beat yourself up about it. It's like I'm going to just love this cake and love myself. So I think that's fun. Um, pet time, like cuddle with your dog or your cat. And then tell yourself, which I think is, this is a number 11. I'm going to read it. Like all, like this is like a Louise Hay kind of thing. Tell yourself you love you. I say, I love you. Look in the mirror and say it out loud. Start this as an affirmation, but like having it be worth saying separately. Like if you have affirmations, but just like keep I love you as, you know, like a really important one and say it first thing in the morning and then say it at night before you go to bed. So that's like 11 different self love rituals that you can do and then like you know you can take a bath with rose petals or you know put a little crystal of your you know hold your favorite crystal like rose quartz is such a good crystal today you know in your you know in your hand or put it in your pocket like just you know just stuff like just to like really you know be be yummy on you right I got a text well, today from, like, like I just have shared with you like I got a text today from like I'm not going to say he's a random person, but it's somebody that I went to high school with. I mean, all through school with. And he just, like, married. He's got kids. Like, this was just, like, nothing. Like, you know, he just reached out and was like, hey, Carrie, happy Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I know. And I texted him back. I'm like, you know what? That's so sweet of you. Like, I think you're probably the only person that's going to say happy Valentine's to me today. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. other than you and, and, and Chloe and stuff, like. So anyway, it was just like a sweet, like just sweet little things, you know, like just, you know, sweetness. I do. So, you know, I'm going to follow up on all of that because uh, first I'm going to give a completely shameless plug to my book, Chapter 3, called The Joy Jumps. And if you're looking for self-joy, that is a great, great, great chapter to help you. And I say that because I wrote it, but because I also lived it. And then when you were talking about laughing, what immediately came to my mind was Juicy Scoop. If you want to laugh, go to iTunes, go to podcasts, 
put in Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop. And, I mean, I'm, like, laughing on the airplane last night. I was listening to her podcast. I even put it on Twitter because I laughed. I had my headphones in, but I laughed out loud. And then, like, everybody looked at me. (laughs) And so I had to let her know because it's so bad. If If you need a giggle, wonderful, wonderful podcast. And then I also wanted to just kind of touch, there's a couple fun things. Nancy Levin today, let me see if I can find that. Um, she has a live at 12.30 Pacific time uh, coaching mini class live on Facebook today. And it's why self-love is the only love you need right now. And uh-huh. having worked with Nancy and knowing that for me, And and I also, in my book, The Path to Self-Love started with this woman. And she really has a art, and I'm sure you agree, Carrie, of teaching you how important it is really just to love yourself first and how everything sort of follows after that. Um, And so I was doing research on self-love. And I got to uh, a a, a little article that was talked about how do you increase your self-love even on the tough days and even on the rough days because those are the days when you can be your worst critic and you can, you know, just really bash yourself and like, why is this my life and why did I pick this job? And you kind of go down the rabbit hole on that. So uh, a couple of the things that I read was, A, say stop to your inner critic. Like as soon as you start criticizing yourself for anything, whether it's what you're wearing, how your hair looks, you know, Whatever it is, just stop it because people view you much different than you view yourself. And while you might think, oh, my hair looks terrible, like somebody might say your hair looks beautiful. And so you just always want to stop your inner critic from coming forward. And then it says to take a two-minute self-appreciation break. I love that. And write down three things in the evening that you appreciate about yourself. And I've done this exercise before where I think we even did it with Mary Shores, um, that you kind of have to write a love letter to yourself. You know, what do I like about Kathy? What do I like about Carrie? You know, do I like whatever that could be. So I think that that's a, if you're really struggling with self-love, that that's a way to start appreciating who you are. And then also, I love one that. That re, yeah, replace the perfectionism. So in other words, give yourself a break. You know, like don't be so hard on yourself. Don't focus on the approval of other people distance yourself from people who bring you down. And that's part of the joy jump stuff is that you don't need to be around those people who are making you, you know, I once saw this quote. It was like, don't let anyone dull your sparkle or maybe a Doreen Virtue who has, a, I don't know, something yes, about it. Yes, it's like it that like, book, I think. Yeah, and it's like when you think about that, you know, it's like people can do that to you where you are like feeling great and you're just like, oh, I love my outfit. And someone's like, you know, and you just are like, wah, wah, wah. And you immediately come down a notch and people can do that. And so like distance yourself from those people. Don't let them in the bubble. And, you well, know, and then the last thing was, was really to start making the changes you need, you know, you need to make. And that, I'll take you back to a Nancy Loving training where it was make a different choice. And that one step really helped me because we're so conditioned in our patterns of making the same choices. And so if you're feeling in a rut about your life or yourself, make a different choice and something about that will change. And then I also wanted to just go back because I am that girl to bring to you <laughs> the actual Valentine's Day origin. In a nutshell, the Romans had a festival. The Romans had a festival called Lupercalia in the middle of February, 
officially the start of their springtime. It's thought that as part of the celebrations, boys drew names of girls from a box. How cute. They Wait, they drew names of they girls? They drew names they, of they, girls from a box. Like, you know how... Yeah, they would go in like they must have a celebration yeah, okay. and all the girls would put their yeah, name in a box and the boys would draw them and then they would be their Valentine. Or, But I don't know that they called it Valentine's then because then it, we boil back to St. Valentine and all the Christian stuff and I you know, won't go into all that. But I just thought that it was just cute that it was a festival and which brings that love in the air kind of back. You know, it's like they just had this beautiful little celebration where everybody felt love and I love that. Yeah. Well, do you, I was thinking this morning about um, – um, like when I was a little girl and we would go to like, especially elementary school. Right. And, and we would always have the craft project for what we were mm-hmm. going to put our Valentine's in and everybody, like the rule was everybody had to get a Valentine. Like if you were going to give Valentine's out at school, you had to give everybody in the class a Valentine's and I just remember, like, that was, like, that was, like, Valentine's Day at school was so much fun, right? Because you never knew, like, what you were going to get. And, like, sometimes, like, the kids would want to, like, outdo each other. So we would get those little boxes, you know, with the candies inside. And, like, we would make our, write our name on them or, you know, to or from or whatever. And then, and I just remember that I loved making my own Valentine's. Like I would go to the market, like you'd go to the market, right? And you would like look at the boxes of, of Valentine's that you could buy. But I would like always just make my own. And oh my God, I just, cause I was, I am pretty crafty. I have to say. So like I was channeling my inner Martha, even when I was a little girl. And I just, I just mm. remember that Valentine's day is a, like a little girl, like was super fun. Like, you know, it was like candy and I mean, it was truly a hallmark moment, but at school it was just fun. You know, it was like, it was, and then like a mom would make like heart cupcakes or something like that. And, oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you remember all that? Like I just, it was just fun to, to um, kind of reminisce about that. Like I remember like, you know, you would like decorate a, a brown paper bag or like some kids got like little mailboxes or you know a box or whatever it was just it was just oh you would make so your valentine just, box yeah yeah right you would just like do right loved I just loved all of that so um anyway I was just reminiscing about that um yeah no uh, this well, morning I as I was Colosa. thinking about our show Yes. Oh, did he do that? Yesterday. Yeah. And he's going today to his little party at school. And uh, she said he really spent time on him. And it's just very cute. He's six, you know. And so this is where it starts. It's like, this is where we start conditioning, which brings me to our next topic. And that is the expectation of not to bring anything negative on the subject. But I know that myself, many women friends that I have, have always had this like sometimes a harder time on Valentine's Day if they were either alone or they had a partner that was like, oh, my God. I remember, God, sorry, first husband, no, second husband. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) One time he came home with my oldest son with a snicker bar and a rose from like the Chevron. You know how they have the paper roses that (laughs) sit on the counter? (laughs) I don't even like Snicker bars, just for the record. 
But that was my Valentine, and I'm <laughs> so sorry. My kids are like, Mom, if they listen to this show. But the truth was, I remember thinking, wow, that's so not what I ever thought would be my truth, you know, because I was such a romantic, and I'm like the girl who made cupcakes and had balloons, and my boyfriend broke, woke up to a balloon this morning, and that's just kind of who I was. But it, but it did teach me something, and at the time I was going through it, my other girlfriend and I were both like, wow, our expectations were so much higher than what we had received. So the yeah. next year she told me that she really had it out with her husband. Of course, they're not married right now, but she really had it out with him and said, Valentine's Day is important to me, and I really need you to show up for it. And so she really just let him have it. The next year, he I was telling you yesterday, he did this completely romantic sit-down candlelight. She walked in the house, dinner was there, roses and hearts, and like over-the-top romantic. And what she said to me, and I just got goosebumps, she said, you know, all of that was great, she said, but it was really the way he laid the avocados on the salad that showed me that he really cared, like the precision of how he laid it. And she said that, for me, I was like, he cares. It was interesting. And I never forgot that story because she had really demanded to have it and, and then saw that little tiny piece of it as the gesture. Do you know what I mean? Right. That's cool. But – but and and all of that means that what really like I think even even more than and I really get the whole like precisioned avocado laying situation. Yeah. But mm-hmm. even taking it to another level, um, he listened. Right. He yeah. listened. Yeah. To her. And uh-huh, that uh-huh. is, I think, what we all want is like for somebody to listen. You know. Um, yeah, and what happened is, like, so what it really was reminded me of is, I don't know if you have, I can't imagine you haven't, or that we haven't ever had this conversation, but uh, Gary Chapman, The Five Love Languages, and how we all oh, yeah, interpret yeah, yeah. love in a different way. And so I just want our listeners to know, if you haven't heard of The Five Love Languages, you can go to The Five Languages, five number five, lovelanguages.com, and take a free assessment test to learn your love language, meaning words of affirmation, receiving gifts, quality time, physical touch. And you find a rating on what helps you feel loved and what your partner needs to feel loved if you can, are lucky enough to get your partner to take the test with you. <laughs> uh, but it does help you understand how you're interpreting love. Like for you, it might be that if you don't hug me every day, I'm not loved. Or if you're not just sitting on the couch with me having uh, Netflix time, I'm not being loved by you. Or you don't spontaneously bring me roses or, you know, um, fold all my clothes for me and, and make a meal for me or tell me how great I am and tell me how wonderful I am. Those are the five, like, examples of the love languages. To just kind of think about that and really discover what's yours, especially if you're trying to manifest a relationship because those are the things that you want to have a partner show up, you know. So it's, it's good to just know who you are in those areas. Right. Well, and it also, it also sheds light on your partner. So, mm-hmm. like, then you know how to give, like, how to, like, uh, give love language yeah. or talk to your, you know, in mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. that your partner. Because yeah. you're not necessarily going to be the same person, you know. Yeah. Like you and Brad are not, you don't speak the same love language. 
Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> we do but not. you know what I mean? And, right? Yeah. So, so that's, yeah. but, but it's so important to know that. Um, but he didn't anyway. take the test, and I did. And, but by myself taking the test and kind of thinking in my mind, well, he would answer this way, I was sort of able to take in, and kind of say, hmm, I would say he's leaning more towards quality time and physical touch, you know, that or he's more, I think he's a words of affirmation too. Like he's got a, if I took the test for him, knowing him as good as I do, because like I said, if you're like, I don't think he'll take the test. I've never asked him, but maybe tonight I will. <laughs> yeah. Like what if I was like, hey, I got a little Valentine's game for us, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank God he never listens to the show. <laughs> well, speaking of games, let's do our little. I didn't watch them, but I didn't watch the Bachelor the games bad... either. Okay, you didn't? Yes, I didn't watch. Okay. Well, okay. So, full disclosure: I've been gone. I've only gotten through one hour of the Bachelor, and and for all of you guys listening out there, we are confessing our love for the Bachelor. <laughs> I could be okay, but wait. I, before you even confess this, I need to confess that before you pretty much made me watch one season, <laughs> I could care less about The Bachelor. But now it's disgusting. Obsessed. Like I'm addicted. Yeah. It's like totally obsessed. obsessed. Like with all of these and Big Brother's house, like all of them. Like what the heck is happening to me? Like you. I'm so <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, I uh, we have a group on Facebook called It's All Reality. I invite anybody who's into The Bachelor, Big Brother, Amazing Race, Survivor, uh, to join the group, and we we hash it out. But uh, so I w- I didn't go on social media, you know, for, to the group because I hadn't watched and finished. But I kind of let myself off the hook because of the week I had, and moved ahead to hometown dates to find out who was in the final four and. Uh, Wow. Like, The Bachelor this year is crazy. I'm not so sure about, about Ari and how he's so amazingly in love with every single person. Wow, you're so amazing. Oh, my God, you're so amazing. This is so amazing. Wow, it's so amazing. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, he is the kissing bandit, you know. So. He is the kissing bandit. Um, and I, it's I just, just you don't know, know that they – I was just going to say the editing – I don't think is giving us enough of the relationships. Like I think they're showing us some key pieces, but we're kind of missing some stuff in between. Cause I like the girl who went home last night on her own. Like I didn't see that relationship form. And all of a sudden she was like, I'm in love with Ari. And I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, it's interesting because, and cause he was, um, Ari was on like Kelly and Ryan the other morning and mm-hmm. um, couldn't obviously talk about anything because, you know, the show is over and whatever. But I guess, like, I, either Kelly or Ryan, can't remember, like, asked about the group dates. And so it was like, well, how long are you on them? And he's like, they are, like, 18-hour dates. So What? And I was like, what? Like, yeah. Like, they go into, like, they're really long. Because he spends time with each person, and uh, it's see, like, yeah. and, there you go. Right? Who knew that? Like, who knew the backstory of that? So, yeah. um, well, that I helps was, like, explain a lot, right? Because we yeah, don't see, yeah. like, it's like imagine what ends up on the cutting room floor. 
you know, like they just, <laughs> so, so the whole like drama of everything, it like, we have no idea. Like we don't know. And then little Becca, uh, not adult Becca, which you cracked me up with adult Becca versus do we call her child Becca? Like what? Um, I think, little Becca? I think uh, it was <laughs> so Becca. Uh, young Becca, young Becca and adult Becca. young Becca. Okay. And I'll, I'm going to give so a shout young, out to the people who created it. <laughs> Go ahead. I know. That was a good one. But so apparently, um, I don't know if you heard on the news, but her mom, like it was in the news that she was missing. Like, and her mm-hmm. mom filed a missing um, persons report about her. Well, they couldn't really say what happened because they had already finished, like, she was eliminated. They had already finished filming or whatever. And so she had to tweet, like, hey, mom, you know, there's no service, you know, at the mansion or whatever, or on The Bachelor or whatever. Um, but the reality of it is she got eliminated. She had to kind of process that whole thing. So she went camping with some of her friends thinking, and she told her mom that she would have service, thinking that where they were going, they would have cell service. Well, they didn't. So they didn't have cell service for like a week. And so her mom freaked out. But this is like all, this is way after the fact. Like the show, you know, she had gone from the show. But so when they show the show, you know, like it, you think it's like yesterday, but it was like months ago. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's just like the, the illusion is, we just don't really know everything. So, okay. So I have a reality scoop <laughs> oh. about young Becca. So I heard, and maybe this is just Mendocino County folk, folk folklore, but I heard that young Becca came to Mendocino and Humboldt County to work on the farms up here during that time which would coincide perfectly with no service and perfectly with being out of out in the woods. Just saying. But I did read that. I believe it was on Twitter. And uh, so, or it might have been on the podcast I'm about to give a shout out to, and that is called, it's on iTunes, and it's called Bachelor Party. And these girls are hilarious. They dish about The Bachelor after every show. And they were the ones where I got adult Becca from. I have to give cred where cred's due. And it cracked me up. I'm like, adult Becca. Because on, on our group, I was trying to say something like, uh, you know, immature Becca or, <laughs> you know, the younger. But it was adult Becca and, and young Becca. And so I think young Becca First of all, young Becca was really hard for me with Ari to begin with, just because she was so young and she was, uh, and he was much older, and I just didn't see that working out for anything. So that was my take on that. And I also wanted to bring to your guys' attention uh, a website by Colette Baron Reed, and she has a how to Manifest a Partner 101 little blog out today. And some of the stuff has to do with vision boards and just really how to manifest a partner. So I'm going to go through a couple of these for those of you who are looking. And I know, Carrie, that's, that's not looking but waiting and opening your heart to receiving. So it says, don't expect anyone to complete you or rescue you. Be clear on how you want to feel in partnership with someone special and start rehearsing it as if you were in a movie. Admit to yourself you have no clue how you will meet this person and that the 
and that only the universe knows the when, the where, the how, and the who. Recognize that one person cannot meet all your needs, nor can you meet all of theirs. Know your non-negotiables. Be flexible about what this person is supposed to be like. Trust that this process works in timing that is none of your business. And find ways to love everyone in your life with respect, kindness, and compassion, be it a plant, a cat, a dog, a friend, or a stranger. Focus on the essence of love and faith and watch the miracle show up just when you least expect it. And that is Colette Baron-Reed. She's a Hay House author. She's a wonderful psychic. Um, And so you can go to her website and kind of read all her blog today. It's very cute. I love that. That's awesome. I love, yeah, I'm, you know, we, on that whole spiritual plane of creating and, and manifesting and all that stuff, you know, it, it, it's just, we really do have to just get out of our own way. And, you know, Abraham talks about it all the time. It's like, you know, you got to feel it. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like kind of, you know what I mean? Like you, you have to like, Imagine that it already happened. And feel that, totally. Anyway. So, so I really think that the message today uh, is <laughs> uh, we never did get to talk about Bachelor Winter Games, but we'll try to bring that back at another time. Uh, what I just wanted to say was that I really just want today for anyone who's feeling lonely or anyone who's feeling like, oh, my God, like, like you said, you may be the only person that wishes me a happy Valentine's Day. Be your own Valentine. Don't get caught up in the commercialness of it. Don't get caught up in the the loneliness, I'm lonely again, of it. Just be your own valentine and just give yourself a big hug and smooch and say, you know, damn, you're hot. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Go buy, if you really want like a Valentine's Day present or you want roses or you want a card, go buy yourself a Valentine's Day card. Write yourself a valentine. Go buy yourself flowers. Go buy yourself roses. Like, who more than than you to love yourself, right? I mean, oh, like, I, just, I think I'm going to go do that. I think I'm going to write myself. I'm going to go buy myself a Valentine's Day card and go buy myself some Valentine's Day flowers. Just because. Just because. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go for some cupcakes at the bakery. <laughs> but uh, we're having no, we're actually having a nice home cooked meal tonight. Um, Brad bought a prime rib, and we're gonna cook the prime rib in the in the um, slow cooker, and make some potatoes and salad, and just have our own little Valentine's dinner tonight, and hang out, and it'll just be a normal night after that. You know, you know because we're an old married couple. Because it why. is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when I when, when the when the kids were really little, like I would always do like a pink, red, and white dinner for Valentine's Day, and I would go crazy. Like I would make salmon mm. because it's pink, and then I would make like you know mashed potatoes because they're white. I mean, yes, we did have to have the green vegetable, but like for dessert, I would like go and get pound cake and a little heart cookie cutter, and I would cut out like mm. little pound cake hearts and we would have straw I, oh oh my god I put strawberries on skewers and and melted chocolate and then like mm-hmm. put, um, I've done that right like and what's the those jelly beans the jelly bellies that are like pink red and and white you like literally can go to the market and buy a bag of valentine colors so I put those mm-hmm. in a cup and then put the skewers with the the um the uh strawberries like in there kind of like to hold it up 
and then um yeah we would just have like a fun balance you know I would go to the party store and get like a paper tablecloth that had hearts all over it and red plates and it was just you know when they were little it was it was it's fun to to do that kind of stuff, but I yeah, just like, I'm gonna go I, get I, Walgreens I, myself. Yeah, like I just have just a smile on my face yeah. because of that. Yes, and you know what? For everybody out there that's like sad or like wants their Valentine, like just remember like fun Valentine's Day things, and then and put a smile on your face, and then that's that. I just think that that's you know what we should. Well, and I think it, also it, in that same spirit, give a Valentine. If you want a Valentine, give a Valentine. And if you give a Valentine, I promise you're going to feel just as good as if you got one. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay, so, so we're going to let's move on to uh pulling cards and we're going to do a Wayne Dyer Wednesday. And so I'm going to pull a card. I've been shuffling from the Universal card deck. And here, let's see what oh. we get. Da 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 da. Freedom. Now, there's a lot of love for me in freedom. <laughs> yeah, baby probably girl. My, one of my favorite things. To remove any encumbrance, a state of being free, release from imprisonment, ease of movement, independence. When you draw this card, know that there is an energy shift in your favor. Obstacles no longer needed to stay in the way. Simply acknowledge their removal. Release yourself from obligation. Choose to free yourself. Claim your power. Reclaim your independence. Drawing this card often indicates a change of vibration that sets into motion a series of chain reactions. The result can be a new and beautiful harmony. It's a very powerful card. You are where you are because of your own free will. Only you have the power to set yourself free. Wow. Cool. Whoa. I love that a lot. Um, okay. So the I used I gotta turn my light on my phone here, hold on. Because I can't really see it. Um, I pulled so I used the um crystal angel cards and I pulled Azure Right, deep emotional healing. Your heart is ready to heal from past experiences. Oh my gosh. Your heart is ready to heal from past experiences, and you are willing to devote time and energy towards therapeutic care. Hello, self-love, self-care, mm-hmm. taking care of yourself. Like, if that ain't, you know, perfect, I don't know what is. So, okay, I wow, think that's amazing. Can't make this stuff up. Mm-mm. So, I have a way our Wednesday. And Yay. for those of you who are listening, yeah, who, who may be a new listener, um, Carrie's first love is Wayne Dyer. And so when we started <laughs> He's my spiritual boyfriend, happened, just so you know. Yeah. They, 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 they visit often. And, uh, <laughs> but the truth is that we really love his work, and he was a great inspiration to me at one point. And I know that Carrie has, is, is just really attracted to his teachings. And so when we knew that our show was going to be on Wednesdays, we just had to always include a Wayne Dyer Wednesday quote. So mine today says, when you are at peace with yourself and love yourself, it is virtually impossible to do things to yourself that are destructive. (sighs) Yeah, I love that. And I I agree with that 100%. 100% agree. Wait, we read that again because that's a really good yeah. one. 
When you're at peace with yourself and love yourself, it is virtually impossible to do things to yourself that are destructive. I mean, because really what that means is that you're putting yourself first in all equations and staying true to what's true for you. And and I know you and I have had this conversation. When I am in alignment with who I am, following my own truth, staying in my own lane, being kind and compassionate outside of that when I need to be, but staying true to my own boundaries, that is when I am the happiest, period. Yeah. And just to piggyback on that, you know, Abraham always says, if you are, like, not sure as far as, like, what your mind is saying versus what spirit or source is saying, spirit and source are never mean. Like, they're never bad. They're never negative. So it's, like, Mm -hmm. all that self-doubt, all that self-blah, blah, blah that you talk, it's not source. It's not spirit. Spirit loves you. Spirit adores you. So flip that switch off, you know, and just, just start loving yourself and that will allow spirit to come in as well. So I love that. Great show today. All right, my dear. Love that. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day to all our listeners. We'll be back next Wednesday with uh, Hay House winner author Kathy Crawford, who won the New York uh, Hay House Writers Workshop and she has a new book coming out and we're going to be diving into her material, which will be really fun. She's a great lady. I've had many conversations with her and I, thoroughly enjoy her so we will be back next week and aloha to you carrie i'm giving you your aloha today thank you honey aloha i love you so much everybody have a beautiful day sending you love lots of aloha see you next week guys bye bye